0: Welcome to the fifth episode of the Discomfort Zone podcast with Manj Chana. This is a podcast where me or my guests share stories about times when we stepped out of our comfort zones and what happened next. Today I am joined by Shaylin Taylor, a great mind who I'm privileged to know. A man of many talents, such as being in a choir, being a crocheting prodigy, a keen flag American football player, among many more. I won't keep you waiting any longer. Let's get into it. Welcome, uh, Shay, to the uh, podcast. Thanks for uh, being here with me. So myself and Shay go back to 2012, where we met each other um, on the Jaguar Land Rover um, apprenticeship when we first started. I've always been a a big fan of Shay's, as I know that he's always uh, trying new stuff. Uh, I know he wears several different hats, but Shay, today the hat which I want to explore, so to speak, is um, improv comedy. So you're part of the Coventry Improv Group can you tell us, for, for some of us who may not know, what exactly is improv comedy and how did you get involved with it?
1: Okay, so yeah, thanks for having me on the uh, on the po- podcast. Um, the, the improv comedy is um, it's basically what we do every day. And uh, if you think of the comedy aspect of it, it's kind of like the old 80s show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Um, where you've got like an audience and people throw in suggestions of things that you need to either perform or act out or or give some sort of monologue about or, or create a scene. And, and that's basically where um, where I fit in and, and that's what we do and that's what we perform. Um, and it all started off with me actually just sitting, reading a book in a coffee shop and uh, being told it was gonna close. And then they were like, oh, there, but there is a show going on later so you can stay if you want to, if you're gonna be here for the show. And I was like, yeah, I get to read my book. Turns out the show was actually really good and I really enjoyed it. Um, and after a couple of weeks uh, watching these guys perform, um, I was like, yeah, I want to give this a go. So uh, I just approached them and said, you know what? I wouldn't mind giving this a go. It might boost my confidence a little bit. And this was kind of like leading into us at the apprenticeship. I was like, you know what? This could actually work well for me, especially going into a work environment and having that, that element of confidence or at least being able to speak more confidently um, Definitely. in comparison to the way I was before.
0: So it's definitely a bit of a, a lucky stroke there, wasn't it, that you just happened to be in the coffee shop at the time that it was closing and, and they just happened to tell you there's a show happening yeah, and you got interested.
1: Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Like, it was just a fluke chance. I, otherwise, I would never have known that the show was taking place. Uh, yeah. And I don't think I'd be where I am today, really.
0: Amazing. Amazing. The, the role that um, kind of serendipity can can play. Um, that, that, that's fantastic. So. Um, Improv itself, from the outside in to me, looks like a very daunting, um, you know, high pressure almost um, endeavour. Is that correct?
1: It is, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to say it's easy. Uh, It's not. But it's certainly a skill to sort of own. And um, I mean, like I said, people think of improv in these scenarios as very high pressure, but we do it all the time. Every single conversation we have is, is basically off the top of our head. There's only a few times that we actually recall facts and information that we've known for a long time. Um, so when you have a conversation it's all improvised really and um, it's it's using those skills that we have already um, but just in a very quick environment and also in an environment where you're trying to perform it's not just about the conversation with a friend or a family member but you've got an audience now so that's where the pressure really comes in I guess Um, you're doing this to entertain other people and trying not to get it wrong and I'm using quotation marks with my fingers here because (laughs) there's nothing wrong with improv everything is right it's all about adapting to what you've been given then
0: yeah it sounds like a uh, definitely something which places us right in the in the discomfort zone now I I know that when we spoke previously you mentioned that you had no formal experience um, with acting is that correct?
1: That's correct. No, I'm, I'm an engineer through and through. So it's numbers and, uh, numbers and patterns for me. Um, no drama or acting experience whatsoever. So this was definitely a, a brand new thing for me.
0: And that makes it all the more amazing because I've seen some of your performances and I think they're fantastic. So uh, <laughs> I, I know that up your sleeve, you're going to have stories about being in the discomfort zone. Maybe you could share one with us and, and kind of take us through it when you stepped out of your comfort zone, um, how that felt and, and how you got through it, basically.
1: Yeah, I think uh, one of the stories that I spoke about on the phone was actually recently from this year. Um, We had an opportunity last year and we got invited to do the International Improv Festival um, in Edinburgh. Um, And this is for a community of improvisers from all around the world, America, Germany, Austria, Ireland and numerous others. And um, so it's a collection of really highly skilled improvisers and we were offered a slot to perform up there. So it got to the, uh, it got to around about a couple of maybe a month or a couple of weeks beforehand, and we did like a, a sort of like tally of who was actually going to be coming to Edinburgh, and it turns out there wasn't so many of our group who were financially able to at the time when it came round to it. So we were like, okay, we've only got a couple of people, and uh, our usual uh, compare or frontman, um, or frontmen really, because uh, the two of them uh, they they weren't going to be. Uh, available to come up to Edinburgh so we sort of dismissed it at the time we we're like okay yeah 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 we, we, we were probably like psyched up to, to go so we get to a couple of days beforehand and uh, even on the day on the on the travel up we're like oh so who's going to um, who knows what the format is we knew the format we'd sort of played before but in terms of introducing and doing the ask for's um it was definitely something that we sort of forgot about in a way because we usually rely so much on um the other two compares Um, and I guess I was like okay do you know what I know the format and I I knew in my head and I was saying in my head okay I know the format I know what we ask for I know what things will work in this scenario for our improvised comedy uh, performance and um, yeah so we it was just like about moments before we were about to go on stage and they were like you're going to do this right and I was like "Uh, yeah yeah um, I I could do it I mean like do you want to do it like almost palming off a bit because I was like, oh, this is actually the real thing now. Like we're about to go on stage and there's improvisers who are of high caliber. I'm talking about, um, there were some members of the original Whose Line Is It Anyway cast who were also in the audience. And I was like, oh, okay, these, like, these guys are good. And they're like aspirational people in terms of the improv world.
0: So just like, to interject that there is the discomfort zone isn't, then, isn't it? Yeah
1: it is yeah this is the discomfort zone right then um it's the idea of doing something in terms of being the front man um to open up our performance uh in front of people and peers who are renowned worldwide um so yeah it kind of uh but there were my my team they were like no no you can do this you can do this like we know you can do it it's fine like you know what you're doing you've got your uh, um your ask for's and you've done it before and it's true i had done it before and when i'm in my home venue um i'm more than happy to lead the shows i lead workshops and and all those things but it's usually in a home venue and we have like regular audience members so it's not so frightening but when you're in front of brand new people um that you that you know but don't know that's when it really hits home so i was like okay i need to take this in my stride there's no one else who's gonna take this on so i i'll have to jump into that zone and and just get it and go and do it um so walking up onto the stage massive round of applause um as we come on and my heart's just racing literally racing like really really fast um and you look out, and because the lights are on the stage, it's slightly dimmed. You can't, you can't really see anyone's faces. And I'm like, okay, do you know what? That's all right. That's something that works in my favor. I can't see anyone's reactions. I can't pinpoint these high-profile people and see if they enjoy it or they're not, or they're, they're not interacting or anything. So that's fine. And um, I think what helped me get through it really was the moment before when my team were just like, no, Shay, you've got this. Like, we know you can do this. Like we have faith in you to be able to do this. You can deliver it. We know what your personality is like and you're going to absolutely ace it. And having that confidence, even having that couple of voices in my corner, um, really sort of like gave me that interjection of, yeah, do you know what? I can, I can overcome this, this fear, this sort of like discomfort, um, of being that front person on the stage. And we had an absolute ball of a performance, um, it went really, really well. We had such a good sort of um response from from the crowd. We had random moments from um cat related Bible figures. Um we had the parting of the Red Seas by Jesus, or which then was connected to Miosis um, because obviously it was a cat. Nice. Um we had the overriding cat overlords um taking over the beaches. Um it was an absolute hoot oh, i've got to say we had so much fun on stage and i think that's what made it better when you yourself are enjoying what you're doing it doesn't matter what anyone else looking in is thinking or realizing or, or judging because at the end of the day it's your personal positivity that drives you through i enjoyed it i was on stage i was having a laugh and because i couldn't see their reactions or anything like that it didn't matter whether they someone might have grimaced that one thing, the overall energy and vibe from them, the applause afterwards, just an indicator of, yeah, I did this. I absolutely nailed it and I did it and I can do it again. I could go to another stage in another country and I would be more than confident to, to take on that another um, opportunity.
0: It's amazing because when I think of improv and I think of the potential for discomfort zones within improv comedy, what I think of is, is if the onus is placed on Mina to react in a scene, and I can't think of something in time I think oh that would be the you know characteristic discomfort zone of improv comedy but actually I forget that there's all these other kind of you know, not specific discomfort zones, such as, should I take uh, step up and take the lead in this performance, which is, I think, what, what we're um, generally saying here, you, you stepped up where you normally wouldn't have, and taken the lead mm. in, in the performance. And you know, that doesn't even occur to me. I, I just, for some reason, thought that, that, no, that won't be a problem in, in, in improv, it would just be, what if I can't think of something fast <laughs> enough? Um, so, yeah, thank you for uh, for sharing that. I mean... So you've clearly made it through. I know you said you had a successful performance. So that that was great. So the way that you navigated the discomfort zone by by relying on the external voices, did you use those external voices around you of support to kind of replace the inner monologue to to get past maybe what might have been self-doubting thoughts or or something like that? How how did it work for you when you was in the discomfort zone just seconds before you went up and you needed the boost? What did that look like?
1: Yeah I guess uh, as I was sort of like preparing just stepping up onto the stage in my own head I was like oh no I'm going to say something wrong or I'm going to forget the order or or all those small things where you're like it's part of the performance to try and get that bit right otherwise the show that you perform afterwards um, kind of falls to pieces a bit or you would think it would fall to pieces but um, yeah even just having the people, my, my sort of cast and my, my teammates um, behind me saying, okay, you can do this show, like wrapping like me on the back and stuff like that. It, w- it was brill. And in, from an improv point of view, one thing that we do together, um, just to get everyone in the zone, not even necessarily just getting into the zone of, okay, you're going to go and lead, but getting to the zone of getting in, into each other's heads and in, into the same sort of like psychic space almost is small like mind games with each other. Um, we call it mind meld. Everyone's on the same page. We're all thinking the same. We've got the same energy, the buzz, and I think that really helps as well. So the moments on stage were daunting because in my head I was like, "Don't forget this! Don't forget this! Don't forget this!" Um, but behind me, all I all all I had in my sort of secondary mind or in my ears were, "You've got this," and it was that that sort of like took it away. As soon as I've got that, "You've got this, Shay! You've got this, Shay!" um you can nail it and everything all that script all that idea of practicing what to say what to perform what to sort of ask for all of them just came streaming back because it breaks that sort of like gate down or breaks that barrier down of what i'm thinking of don't forget it's more just like oh you remember that it's this 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 and this not don't forget this which makes it a scary thing but it's like oh, you've got this and this and this. And it's like a positive, yes, this, yes, that, um, rather than the don't aspect of it.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, that's more of a, a, a positive feedback mechanism than that became um, mm. employed in the moment rather than a maybe defeating negative uh, feedback. So yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always interested to see how people navigate through those different zones. And the fact that you had that powerful, share, you've got this belief that kicked in in that moment. I think that would have... Yeah, definitely been the, the defining characteristic of getting through the, th- through the discomfort. So you've, you've been in the discomfort zone, you've stepped out, you've had a successful performance. You stepping into that zone and coming out the other side, having defeated that discomfort in effect, do you feel that the, the learning from that has carried over to different parts of life? Do you feel more resilient in general having done that? Do you rely on that now and tell yourself, you know what, I did this hard thing in my life before. I can definitely now do X or Y or, or, or something different basically.
1: Yeah I mean funny enough um, straight after that performance there was an improv jam Um, and this is basically you put your name in a hat and you um, perform randomly Uh, when your name gets picked out uh, you'll have a game and you'll perform with people randomly that are also picked out with you so most of the improvisers who were in that audience that evening um, we all went to this jam and uh, I decided to throw myself in another discomfort zone in the same way but it it was based on the fact that the performance went well, I managed to overcome that. And it led me to believe, do you know what, I could instead of performing for random people, I could probably perform with random people and we just went for it. Um, And that was an absolute great evening. Um, But also moving into um, the workplace environment as well, like thinking on the top of your feet, being able to cope with um, scenarios where you're given an opportunity to lead, it's happened numerous times as well. There might only be meetings, there might be presentations to senior your management, but they're like, um, they're important to me um, to get right and I'm not saying that you can just talk your way out of anything because you can improvise, but it certainly gives you the confidence to say say things that you know most know mostly about, but you can project that with confidence to say, Do "You know what, actually, the bits which I don't think I know." they'll probably come along uh, once you start going. It's like um, sometimes you forget details in the same way that I was pretending, oh, I, I thought that I forgot the, um, the ask fours for the improv comedy.
0: Yeah.
1: In the work environment, it's like, I know I'm talking about topic X, but the nuances and the small details behind it, they go blank in that initial moment. But as soon as you get the first couple of words out and you've got the person behind you saying, yeah, do you know what? You can do that. And that person is now me saying, you know what? Yeah, sure. You've got this. Um, Just listening to myself in that same moment and triggering what I'd done before, all those little details come back and I'm able to fluidly get through these high pressure scenarios um, with, with a bit more ease, nothing's ever easy, but you've got that ease and recollection of it can be easy.
0: Thank you so much for, for sharing shay um i mean i who would have thought i mean i definitely would have wouldn't have that you know <laughs> improv comedy and the, the learning that you can get from it you know applies to something like um you know giving presentations um, necessarily or, or giving information even in the, in the workplace so yeah fantastic stuff shay i knew that you know sitting down with you and being able to learn from you would have been uh, been valuable thank you very much where can people find no more of your what where can people find more of your work um, or more of the Coventry Improv um, performances online? Um,
1: well, uh, so yeah, so if you search Coventry Improv on any platform, at Coventry Improv, uh, Twitter, um, Coventry Improv on Facebook, YouTube. Recently, we posted um, a performance from our comedy festival, which we did last year, and it's like a, a spin off episode, um, well, it was one of our test recordings, a spin off episode of. Um, game of thrones i don't know if you're allowed to say that but a a sort of mythical based um tv show um and yeah you can see the sort of hilarities like that it's a full 45 minutes long something to enjoy in the lockdown i guess um if we're still in this and uh yeah completely free um you can find more about that um on our facebook and youtube there's links everywhere so yeah just um have a look and we're there Coventry Improv absolutely everywhere or even our website CoventryImprov.co.uk.
0: amazing thank you for uh, for sharing Shay and I think right now would be a good point to give an honorary shout out to uh, to Eric
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> Eric as well yes Mer- Eric my crocheted companion through everything it uh, uh he is fantastic he's actually sitting right next to me on my desk at the moment as always
0: beautiful
1: <laughs> and I did take him up to Edinburgh with me So maybe it was also that in my back pocket uh, to help with me with my confidence on that performance.
0: (laughs) Amazing. I thought it wouldn't be complete if if I did a podcast with Shay and we didn't shout (laughs) out Eric. So guys, if you're listening and you've enjoyed this episode, please do um, go and search on Google for more performances and work from the Coventry Improv uh, group. You can also follow Shay. Um, on Instagram at Eric underscore adventures. And Shay, just before we wrap up, I like to do a segment where I use a random mm-hmm. question generator and ask you a random question. So I'm going to generate the random question Ooh, now. Okay. And you can give me a one-word Improved answer.
1: That's
0: <laughs> Indeed. So you can give me a one-word answer, very short, or you can flesh it out as much as you want. I don't mind. So the random right, question is, away. what's something that you wish you'd figured out sooner? Ooh. That is a hard one actually. (laughs) But I'm sticking with it. Okay.
1: One thing I wish I'd figured out sooner. Um I would say it's got to be the importance of friendships instead of relationships. Definitely. Amazing. Friendships I think top relationships in ninety five percent of the time, and I stand by that.
0: That's a, a lovely and profound answer. And we'll leave it at that. Shay, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we should definitely get together and do this soon. Like I mentioned, I know you wear so many different hats and I would love to learn <laughs> about all these lovely hats that you wear, including the crocheting.
1: <laughs> yes, come on, bring on the crocheting talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Man, has
1: been absolutely amazing. And it thanks has. for having me on as well.
0: Thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Discomfort Zone podcast, where you've been listening to Shailen Taylor talk us through his experience with improv comedy and how he used this big and important opportunity at the Edinburgh Improv Festival to challenge himself by stepping into the unknown and leading from the front, as well as how the skills that he learns in improv transfer to other areas of his life, such as in the workplace. Please follow the podcast on Spotify or any other platform where you may have been enjoying the show. This has been Manj Chana. You can follow me at Manj Chana on Instagram. I've been chatting with Shailen Taylor, who you can follow at erics underscore adventures on Instagram. Please also follow the podcast Instagram, which is at the discomfort zone podcast. Well, that's it for today, folks. I hope to speak to your ear holes again very soon.